Hello, everybody. Our sincere apologies if you tried to get on yesterday. And uh, the uh, podcast was cut short. There was a blip. But when it comes to uh, chapter 8 and 9, the full 35 minutes and 35 seconds is up there now. Uh, We fixed it, and we apologize for allowing that to be put up there, cut short. Okay, well, that's taken care of, so scroll back there and enjoy. As we enjoy the book of Ecclesiasticus, or the wisdom of Sirach here. And here we are in chapter 10, and we're going to talk about the wise judge, and uh, it's talking about pride, injustice, and uh, covetedness, and what God will do to the proud, and uh, who shall be honored and who not, okay? So on we go here in chapter 10. It says, a wise judge will instruct his people, and the government of a prudent man is well ordered. So there we have the wise and God-fearing, whether a judge or uh, other leader. Uh, Two, it says, as the judge of the people is himself, so are his officers. And what manner of man the ruler of the people or of, of the city is, such are all they that dwell therein. Okay, now, people follow the leader here, folks, and uh, it takes someone really strong like say in the faith of God to uh, know right from wrong. People school like a, a herd of fish, you know, a herd of fish, a school of fish, and uh, or a herd of swine. They just follow the leader, and if the leader's bad, it filters down. Uh, minus the people that are really grounded in their faith. And their leader is Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. So the uh, leader of the land uh, will come second to them. They will not destroy their moral compass because they're grounded in the doctrine here, folks. But that's the wise king. But in three, we have the unwise king. And here we go. This is the Hitler type, the Mao type. Lenin type, Trotsky type. Listen to this. It'll jump off the pages. An unwise king destroyeth his people. But through the prudence of them which are in authority, the city shall be inhabited. So there you have the difference. Whenever you see any leader throughout history, and this goes way back to Nimrod, when they start claiming that there's too many people and they just want to kill people or uh, jerk babies out of the womb and that's saving the earth or whatever their excuse is, or like the children of Israel are going to take over Egypt, so let's kill all the men, children, all of that, they just tell a different lie and they go to town. Lenin, Trotsky, Hitler, 
Mao, all of them were Darwinists. And that's just the modern-day excuse for the same type of slaughter. But look at the other side of the fence here in three. That's the don't and the do leaders out there. They're an authority and uh, they love their people and the city will be inhabited. Uh, now the ten unseen merchant kings that rule the earth today are the extreme eugenicists, Satanists of the world. They just are. And that's one of the reasons for the insanity that's out here in the general public. And there's a different piece of that ungodly pie uh, that everyone grabs onto their little piece of the pie when it comes to this ungodly bakery <laughs> that the ten unseen merchant kings produce. So that's the uh, similitude of the bakery. In 4 it says, The power of the earth is in the hand of the Lord, and in due time he will set over it one that is profitable. And that one is Jesus Christ, folks. In the hand of God is the prosperity of man. And... Upon the person of the scribe shall he lay his honor. Once again, back in uh, the time of Christ, we had three different sects of Israel. You had the Sadducees or Sadducees. Uh, those are just the atheistic dummies. You had the Pharisees who were connected to the uh, Egyptian mystery school still. And kept the Kabbalah, and kept the Talmud, and kept the Zohar. And all of them are producing, predicting, prophesying, if you want to call it that, of their world leader that's, that's uh, here right now, today. And he's going to make his appearance at the peace agreement, the phony baloney peace agreement. Okay. So, in 5 it says, In the hand of God is the prosperity of man, and he will protect his saints there, folks. And upon the person of the scribe shall he lay his honor. And those are the people that handle the doctrine, like the Essenes, the good guys, uh, there in Jerusalem. 6 it says, Bear not hatred to thy neighbor for every wrong and do nothing at all by injurious practices. So, here we are. We love our neighbor, right? And we do a little turn the cheek. Turn the other cheek. A little golden rule here to your neighbor. Okay, so hatred of your neighbor does not go along with the golden rule. Seven, pride is hateful before God and man, and by both doth one commit iniquity. Okay? So there's that term pride, and we got to remember that, because modern uh, language is uh, turned pride into something good, 
and it's uh, throughout the 77 books of the King James, it's evil, a bad evil. Look at this. Pride is hateful before God. In 7, in 8, it says, because of unrighteous dealings, injuries, and riches got by deceit, the kingdom is translated from one people to another. All right, in modern times, we got the George Soros money, which comes from the Rothschild dynasty, and that's where he goes into countries, not just the United States, and he buys up the resources. He buys off all the officials. He uh, literally, the root of evil is through these riches. And uh, there's the inflation tax by the uh, five banks. It's a robbery. It's a uh, stealth tax. Most people think that they are trying to stop inflation and nothing could be further from the truth. They're the ones that put that in installed that they've been behind every bank crash and every every time there's people begging they have their hand in the cookie jar all right uh so there they are and they always do it on the timetable religion and uh we're going to be discussing some of that sunday as we are in the let me pronounce it right in bulk Part of the timetable of Satan. And uh, it's been a year ago when the wicked train bomb went off here in Ohio. Poisoned the river. Poisoned the air. Oh, yeah. Accidents do happen, right? Yeah, and uh, ungodly money causes that to happen. All right, that's where we're all bought off, see? We just couldn't help it. Just happened to come right out on the timetable of Satan. All right. So anyway, riches got by deceit and the uh, ten unseen merchant kings are guilty. Nine, it says, why is earth and ashes proud? Question mark. There is not a more wicked thing than a covetous man. For such an one selleth his own soul to sell. Oh, he, um, he don't sell his soul. He probably does that too. Let's read it again. Why is earth and ashes proud? Question. There is not a more wicked thing than a covetous, a covetous man. For such an one setteth his own soul to sail. Because while he liveth, he casteth away his bowels. All right, so I think that speaks for itself, doesn't it? Okay, the physician here in 10. And this is a similitude. The physician cutteth off a long disease... And he that is today a king, capital K, 
tomorrow shall die. Period. So there's judgment day out there, king, potentate. Yep, you're going to be looking eye to eye with your maker. 11, it says, And when a man is dead, he shall inherit creeping things, beasts and worms. Now, <laughs> that's... Uh, 10 and 11 go together, and they're talking about the person that's going to hell here, the one that's double dead. Not the living. Not the living. 12, it says, The beginning of pride is when one departeth from God, and his heart is turned away from his maker. How about that? So I go back to high school here in Manchester where they had this statement it, we had panther pride. We had school spirit. All the, Listen to those words, man, in light of the Bible. All right. And notice how he turned away from his God here in all this. 13, it says, for pride is the beginning of sin... And he that hath it shall pour out abomination. And therefore the Lord brought upon them strange calamities and overthrew them utterly. And that is coming in our future. Okay. In this occult number 13, the number of the Merovingian bloodlines. The number of the uh, tribe of Dan. The number of the 13th apostle. A satanic number. And the ungodly cattle that are all over the earth. It is astounding me at the uh, biblical stupidity that has uh, put the spell on humanity itself. It's amazing to watch how people are just going down. They have no idea. And when they talk, that's just lips flapping. 14, it says, The Lord hath cut down the thrones of proud princes, capital P, and set up the meek in their stead, period. And that's coming again in our day. 15, it says, The Lord hath plucked up the roots of the proud nations and planteth the lowly in their place. Okay, and that's uh, here in the past tense. But it's prophetic for the future because the ten unseen merchant kings, the hidden kings, they're going down and God's government's going to be here. The holy government with Jesus Christ ruling and reigning forever. That can't be stopped. That can't be changed. It can't be hurried up and it can't be slowed down. Victory is ours. 16. The Lord overthrew countries of the heathen and destroyed them to the foundations of the earth. Okay, so as in Second Esdras, oh, um, 
the wicked eagle prophecy, which harmonizes with the um, Daniel uh, four kingdoms. So we know that history, and we know that this has the prophetic implications for the final casting down of Satan here. And 16 is a history, and yet it's a prophecy. He took some of them away and destroyed them, and hath made their memorial to cease from the earth. And that you can go right to the prophecies in history. And there's many people that we do remember that were occult kingdoms. Many of them will pop up here and... Uh, Someone that hasn't been studying, that's the first they've ever heard of uh, whatever the people are, like, say, the Ammonites. Most people haven't heard of them. They've heard of the Egyptians, but not the Ammonites. See, when he says, I'll cause their memorial to cease, I'll cause all their just memory of them to cease, he did that. And he will do that again in the world tomorrow, in the new Jerusalem temple with made without hands, the North Star to Earth. So that is another history that is shadowed. Oh, it is actually a foreshadowing of the future. 18, it says, Pride was not made for men, nor furious anger for them that are born of a woman. Okay, 18, really good, and uh, got to remember that, Tom, about the furious anger, okay? All right, I'm talking to myself. 19, they that fear the Lord are a sure seed, and they that love him an honorable plant. They that regard not the law are a dishonorable seed. They that transgress the commandments are a deceivable seed. I love that one. Notice we have the uh, similitude language there of planting the seed. Not, uh, not only the... Uh, seed that is in the flesh here, but uh, especially the uh, spiritual seed for tomorrow. Notice that Satan has a seed. And he has grown his plant out here. <laughs> That's all the piggles I'm talking about out here. I'm talking about the people that are stampeding all over the place and <laughs> they are just tossed to and fro. And they are because they don't love the law which is our doctrine. They don't love the commandments. And they're what? They are a deceivable seed. And the Antichrist and all his minions are making mincemeat of the general public. And that's, uh, it's just not looking good for the main public. There's just so much stupidity on all sides and not, Stupidity of all kinds, but especially biblical stupidity. Wow. It is just amazing to me how it is working the general non-reading public, how it's working them over. 
20, it says, Among brethren, he that is chief is honorable, so are they that fear the Lord in his eyes. Period. We're going to go over that. There's nothing greater in this world than the fear of the Lord. Okay? It's going to be taught here. 21, it says, The fear of the Lord goeth before the obtaining of authority. But roughness and pride is the losing thereof. Okay. Now, notice here the do's and don'ts that are in these Proverbs. And that's the same thing in all of Solomon's Proverbs. And here it is again. You got the good and the bad both in the same sentence. You got the history and the prophecy in the same sentence. Isn't that the way the Bible is? Okay, so roughness and pride. 22, whether he be rich, noble, or poor, their glory is the fear of the Lord. Just hear that. That's the beginning of your wisdom and understanding. And without the fear of the Lord, you have no faith. You have no uh, proper judgment. And... You don't have that defense. You must fear the Lord. That is just the beginning of it all. 23, it is not meet to despise the poor man that hath understanding. Neither is it convenient to imagine a sinful man. Oh, do it again here. It says, it is not meet to despise the poor man that hath understanding. All right, so there he is. He's not a rich potentate. Here's the other side. Neither is it convenient to magnify a sinful man, okay? <laughs> I just can't believe the people that are so stupid that they follow these leaders out here. And it's, it is really a masquerade. It sure is. And they follow their money trail, and they do the bidding of their masters. They uh, act like they're mortal enemies on the television set or the computer or at some meeting somewhere. Then they all get on a jet and chuckle all the way to some island to do their hanky-panky together. All right. Okay, and the people will stick up for Bill Gates. They'll get fighting mad for him. Here he is, a front man for the Antichrist or Fauci. Uh, people actually like that guy, this Joseph Mingala. All right. Hey, what about that? What about Fauci that did the experiments where he tied down the little beagle dogs and cut their vocal cords and put the flies in there so that it eats their brain out while they're alive? And he did that and didn't deny it. Well, we had the, uh, what are they, PETA for pets. They, they complained about it. But here the guy did it, and he don't even blink. He don't blush. How can the guy be walking around? Why isn't he behind bars? It is not convenient to mag magnify a sinful man. And I tell you. Fauci makes Hitler look okay. 
Anyway, on we go. There's a, a Fauci on every corner today. Okay, 24. Great men and judges and potentates shall be honored, yet is there none of them greater than he that feareth the Lord. Did you just hear that? So you might be a businessman. You might be some high-grade chief. They may call you doctor even. Okay? But I tell you, you're going down. You're going to serve somebody out there, great man. It's either going to be Jesus Christ or you're going to be there with your master, Lucifer. Guess you have made your choice, huh? Look at what this just says here about fear of the Lord. It's better than any seat that you could set in. 25, unto the servant that is wise shall they that are free do service. And he that hath knowledge will not grudge when he is reformed. Okay. So there we got the uh, prideful being up. They're going to be what? Cast down. And the person that knows the Lord that came in as a servant will be exalted in the last days. And if they have knowledge, they're going to reform themselves. They're going to stop the evil that they're doing, whatever it may be, and turn to the Lord. That's what this is all about here. Without that, no matter what your potentate seat is, you have nothing. No, you're not coming back in another life reincarnated and you're not coming back as a god out there you uh, wicked unknowledgeable potentate so they can puff you to the moon in this world there's a new world coming and it ain't no new age mumbo jumbo age of Aquarius type stuff we're talking about the real new Jerusalem that's coming and no one's gonna stop that And 26, be not overwise in doing thy business, and boast not thyself in the time of thy distress. Oh, that's uh, something else here, isn't it? In other words, you, you don't have to be a braggart here. And uh, don't brag about your business more than what you know. There's no reason for that. Go ahead and grow, but while you're boasting, if it's not real, if what you're talking about isn't real, you're deceiving yourself there. And when you're in distress, you're boasting? Okay. Well, that's a, a set of circumstances there, and there's the answer from Jesus, Chirac, and Jesus. 27, better is he that laboreth and aboundeth in all things than he that boasteth himself and wanteth bread. Okay, that speaks for itself, doesn't it? Table people. Hey, uh, if you need anything, you think I should explain it further, you let me know. Okay? Okay? Okay, so on we go. 
28, my son, glorify thy soul in meekness and give it honor according to the dignity thereof, period. So notice this meekness being a glory, right? The meek will inherit the earth, folks. 29, who will justify him that sinneth against his own soul? And who will honor him that dishonoreth his own life? Okay, so there's somebody that's in big trouble here, mentally and spiritually. Okay, and, uh, and there's the question from the psalmist to that person. 30, it says, the poor man is honored for his skill, and the rich man is honored for his riches, period. And that rich man can be stupid as a rock when it comes to certain things, especially the spiritual, okay? And they do. They honor him no matter what a scoundrel he is. Yeah, he's been to Epstein Island, hasn't he? All right, but he's still honored for his riches, even though Satan probably gave them to him. Okay, 31. He that is honored in poverty, how much more in riches? Question mark. And he that is dishonorable in riches, how much more in poverty? How about this? How about this wisdom of Shirak? <laughs> it's always a joy to read it. And once again, we do apologize for uh, not getting our podcast up there right. So just scroll back there and you can get the rest of the uh, podcast there. It was a good podcast and I hope you enjoy it. So I will catch everyone on the next CD.